This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Thursday, December 5th. This is episode 275. I'm Dan Ellis. I am Ryan Duffy. I am Ryan Duffy. Ah, oh, fuck. Two Ryan Duffys. That's at least one Duffy too many. <laughs> at least <laughs> might, might be two too many sometimes. <laughs> and we have in studio with us the famous Taboo. Taboo, live from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good audio. In the studio from Japan, even. <laughs> How in the fuck are you doing, man? It's been a really long time since we've seen you. I'm doing fantastic. It's great to see you guys all again. Yes. I don't think I don't think I've seen you for like three years at least. I think of yeah, about two and a half. I don't think I was able to meet up with you guys when I came out last year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know we had tried to get together. I think the last time I saw you was at the Atheists of Utah camping trip. It was. Like three years ago? Or two and a half or two and a half. At least yeah, I think about two and a half. I think yeah. they're around August. August, yeah. September. It's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how was your guys' holidays? Let's start with you, Mr. Duffy. Uh, I did some woodworking. I built some new shelves in my garage, and that was a, that's what I did. Oh, yeah? You didn't have turkey dinner? No. No? No. No, not into the Thanksgiving no. thing? or I'm like, why waste my time? Yeah. <laughs> Enjoying food and family. But, <laughs> you're telling the guy who doesn't like food to enjoy food. <laughs> This is this is true. Yeah. Yeah. So you did work woodworking and yeah, made and some new made some new shelves in the garage and kind of reorganized stuff. So when my drill press arrived, I could put that up where I wanted. Oh, did you get a new drill press? Oh, I got a drill press. I didn't have one before. Yeah. Was, well, I mean, new well, it is to new. Oh, well, yeah, sure, it's yeah. a brand new one. Yeah. And before I was kind of doing the, eh, that's a straight hole. Yeah. Now I got one, so I know I'm drilling. Nice. Is it one where the, like, is it the whole apparatus, or do you mount a drill into a press? Oh, it's the press? whole yeah. big apparatus. Nice. It is fucking heavy. <laughs> it's an impressive drill press. It yeah. had to be delivered by semi. Oh, really? I think it weighs 200 pounds, so nice. it was too heavy for uh, UPS to deliver it. Yeah. Had to have some special delivery service. Yeah. Hmm? Which I didn't have to pay extra for through Amazon, which... I'm glad about. Yeah. So. Well, that's cool. When did you get it? Yeah, you might I as well give it. that pl company a plug. What was it? <laughs> Amazon? Is well, I got it from the Amazon. <laughs> oh, okay. Indigenous <laughs> tribes in the Amazon built it. Oh. Well, what were you you're thinking helping of, all kinds of people that way. I don't know. I just thought we could help a small business out. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, it's, it's a small business sourced. Yeah. In, in the jungles of the Amazon that uh, assembled it, built it. Good craftsmanship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I got that on... Wednesday. This Wednesday I got that when I got home from work. So they didn't deliver it by drone? No. No. Hmm. Would have to be a big fucking drone. Disappointing. I know. Just a, Wednesday a as in yesterday helicopter. or the day before Thanksgiving? Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Okay. It took two weeks. Yeah. For the delivery? Yeah. Hmm. 
but it's pretty fancy. Have yeah. you played with it yet? Oh, yeah. I drilled yeah. so many holes with it right <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> I got to find something to put I a hole in. We're scrap wood. <laughs> start, I'm like, yeah, you work really good. <laughs> nice. I made I made a mount for sandpaper with it real quick. Yeah. Because I got sandpaper on rolls mm-hmm. with all the different ones I want. So I made a little mount for it, and I drilled holes so I could put a put a piece of uh, wood through it that I made on the lathe so it's round with little grooves to sit on it and lay in there and have my sandpaper sitting on it. So explain this again. How, <laughs> how, what? So I took two blocks of wood and I drilled a hole, through a big hole, uh-huh. uh, using a Forstner bit through uh-huh. those. Yeah. Then I took a piece of wood uh-huh. and I made it round, but I made it skinnier in the middle, then really skinny in two spots where it lays into the wood. So it kind of sits into a groove so it doesn't want to slide or move or pop out. Mm-hmm. And then I got rolls of sandpaper on it. Oh, so it's a sandpaper dispenser. Yeah. Okay. Because when I sand, I, I, I got my yeah. 150 grit to 600 grit sandpaper sitting there. I just go in a line, pull a piece off, sand. Yeah. For some reason, off, in sand. my head, I, I'm imagining a drill press, and you're saying you you built a thing and you put sandpaper on it, and I'm like, well, oh no, <laughs> you already have a lathe. Like, why would you need yeah. another thing spinning around that you could put sandpaper on? But, yeah, but I just I I find myself making like I'm like I need this to make them this easier. I'm like, oh, I'll just go make it. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, it's fun. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Making your own tools. And how was your Thanksgiving, Taboo? Uh, my Thanksgiving was fantastic. Um, it's been pretty much like my whole two weeks out here, just yeah. running around trying to visit as many people as possible. Yeah. So I went to Thanksgiving with two friends. I only ate one meal, though, at my mom's <laughs> house. <laughs> so just went around, took people candy and gifts from Japan, and then met uh seen some of the children my friends little kids grown up so it's kind of cool i haven't seen them for a few years so yeah very cool yeah uh so you brought us some candy from from japan also i brought a bag not both bags (laughs) (laughs) but i'll give ryan the other bag (laughs) and so it looks the uh kit kat and it looks like it's Almond and cranberry yeah. flavor Kit Kat. Yeah, they have some unique Kit Kats out there. I mean, they have the Japanese dark chocolate sake Kit Kat, the green what? tea Kit Kat. Um, I think it's like a vanilla rose Kit Kat. And then I brought you guys the cranberry almond Kit Kat. Mm, I'll look forward to it. We should have brought them down here to try <laughs> That'd be two shows in a row where we try, try taste test and stuff. But a this different kind of food. Yeah. Mm. Mmm, yummy. And, and how about you, Matthew? I wonder if Kit Kats are better than Marmite. I guarantee they fucking. I don't know. The Marmite's pretty good. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Dan, Mr. Morris from Two Skeptical Chaps, uh, we had Taboo try the Marmite. Just he he spooned a little right bit out. And just, <laughs> just, just took a little 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 tiny spoonful and and tried it, and he liked the flavor. So kept eating it. We didn't put it on toast. Maybe and and there was some discussion that maybe I had just toasted the toast too much. So maybe I need to try it again with toast. Not as toasty as toast. <laughs> yeah, I had I did hear back from him that it's not. It wasn't a, some sort of a trick he was playing. He really does like it. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. didn't see it. Well, like when he said salty and bitter, I'm like, that's up my alley. I'm a black coffee drinker. I'm uh-huh. saltier and the better. I'm the salty better. and bitter. And <laughs> I really <alley>. am. <laughs> so. uh, what, um, I have mean? a couple things. I, one I have a correction about the Marmite that we're speaking of it. Mm. Um, the Marmite that Dan bought us was actually taken by TSA because oh, right. I forgot to pack that in my, um, H- hide it. check bag. Well, right. yeah. Oh, 
So it was in my carry on. And then, but, um, my sister Meg was able to find some at a market, uh, around here. And so she's actually the one that purchased the jars that we have here. Thank you so much, Meg. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. And then I talked to Brandy Hamrick on Facebook for a while today. And that was cool. Nice. She's very nice. Conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I'll lock her a lot (laughs) where for, for people who are just tuning in because you haven't, you haven't listened to episodes recently, or this is the first episode you're listening to. We are donating all of our Patreon funds through the end of the year to Brandy Hamrick, who was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. And that's to help with bills and stuff. So they're not so worried about it because our healthcare system sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And cancer sucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was, so that was the one thing you said you had a couple things. The Marmite and the conversation with Brandy. Oh, yeah. Oh, and how was your Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That happened. We had a food. Good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We, we did the, the usual giant family Thanksgiving here. We host Thanksgiving for the family, um, mainly Tracy's family. My mom and stepdad come like every other year, sometimes my mom hosts it at her house every other year for like her siblings and, and herself and, and other people who show up. And then every other year she comes over here and this year was the big year. So there was, you know, Tracy's mom and brothers and sister and their spouses and kids and my mom and stepdad and my kids and our friend Brig and yeah, there were, there were a lot of people here. Yeah, sounds exciting. I think we had, <clears throat> I think we had 24. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of people, a lot of food, a lot of drinking. We went through two of the giant bottles of, uh, Jim or, uh, Jameson. Well, we went through, yeah, we went through two giant bottles of Jameson, one giant bottle of Jack, uh, two giant bottles of vodka. I don't know how many beers. Uh, a giant bottle of Captain Morgan spiced rum and almost a full fifth of spiced rum on top of that. And this is one day. No, oh, okay. <laughs> no, this wasn't one day. This was, this was throughout the week. This was throughout the week, but, um, because, you know, Tracy's one of Tracy's brothers lives in California mm-hmm. and travels out here with his family and stays with us. And so the whole family basically just comes over every night and, we all have dinner together and drink and chat and play games and stuff. It's a, it's a fun time. It's like Thanksgiving week over here. And that was a lot of fun. Um, did a lot of fucking cleaning. I told you guys the faucet, (laughs) the faucet debacle continues. Yeah. They ended up just sending me a whole new faucet that I'm going to have to replace after having another plumber out here to, to look at it again. And the faucet arrived today. Just a lot. Oh, and I had mentioned that Tracy's grandfather was sick and was doing better. We found out today that he's in renal failure Mm. and hasn't eaten for several days and is still in uh, the rehab center and has basically just said he knows he's dying and he wants to go home and die with his wife. So he hasn't eaten anything, I think, for three days now and is intentionally. I don't know if it's intentional. He, it, he, he's also not quite all there for whatever okay. reason. Like something mm-hmm. happened just over the last couple of days, two or maybe three days that he's just started nose diving really bad. 
Um, and so I don't know that he's going to make it through the weekend. So I might, I might be attending a funeral next week. Which, Again. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of people dying <laughs> yeah. in, in my family and Tracy's family recently. Oh, and then my grandfather, my mother's father, I found out yesterday, uh, my mom started sending me text messages to let me know that my grandfather had, uh, set his stove on fire and had possibly had po- had probably or possibly had a stroke, which is what ended up somehow he turned the stove on and started a fire in the house hmm. and the neighbors heard the smoke alarms going off and saw flames and called 911 and they came and rescued him and took him to the hospital. And my mom's been dealing with all of that and is trying to keep me in the loop. I, that's just the latest I know. And then she, I messaged her earlier and she said she was going to send me more information about it. So a couple grandfathers may, <laughs> may go over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, we may or may not have a show next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about that. Uh, yeah, we might not because I might go to one or two funerals <laughs> next week, which it's been rough. Trace yeah. has been super sick. You know, we, you have everybody over here. Yeah. Everybody's passing around germs. Thankfully I didn't get sick, but Tracy and her mom both got sick and Tracy's been super sick. Stock up on emergency. Yeah. <laughs> no, no yes. emergency or Zycam or anything. Those, that stuff doesn't work. It's not, it doesn't do anything except drain your pocketbook. Maybe, maybe you get a little bit of a placebo effect, but even that is just, it, you're not really better. You might think you're a little better, but you're, you're not. I don't think I'm better. We, <laughs> we still need to do that episode on placebos. I still yep. have all those fucking tabs oh, yeah. open on my browser for it. It's only been five months. Just something like that. <laughs> That I, that I initially opened them all and went through all the stuff and I've just been needing time to go through it all. Work has been super crazy because, uh, we basically, everybody believes we're going to be shut down next month, which is right at the beginning of filing season. Yeah. Perfect timing. As the, as the year ends and people get their tax information back and start filing their taxes. And because everybody fears that we're going to be shut down of course it's you need to make sure this is done and this is done and this is done and so it's been nuts there's been a lot of fucking shit going on man mm-hmm. yeah super busy uh but that's 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 it <laughs> for, for me for stuff over the last couple of weeks uh we have we have some fun stuff to talk to talk about i want to catch up with tamel because it's been quite a taboo. while to, to with taboo and uh, that was fine. <laughs> I'm just saying on the name, it makes it easier not to discover me. <laughs> um, but we'll we'll talk more with Taboo on the other side of this little break. Hey guys, this is Brandy Hamrick. I'm from Charleston, West Virginia. Contrary to popular belief, we don't all fuck our cousins, and we didn't all vote for Trump. And you're listening to the Godless Revolution, Mr. Chairman and members of the committee. Thank you very much for the opportunity to appear. My name is Noah Feldman. I serve as the Felix Frankfurter Professor of Law at the Harvard Law School. My job is to study and to teach the Constitution from its origins until the present. I'm here today to describe three things. Why the framers of our Constitution included a provision for the impeachment of the president. What that provision providing for impeachment for high crimes and misdemeanors means. And last, how it applies to the question before you and before the American people. 
whether President Trump has committed impeachable offenses under the Constitution. Let me begin by stating my conclusions. The framers provided for the impeachment of the president because they feared that the president might abuse the power of his office for personal benefit, to corrupt the electoral process and ensure his reelection, or to subvert the national security of the United States. High crimes and misdemeanors are abuses of power and of public trust connected to the office of the presidency. On the basis of the testimony and the evidence before the House, President Trump has committed impeachable high crimes and misdemeanors by corruptly abusing the office of the presidency. Specifically, President Trump has abused his office by corruptly soliciting President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine to announce investigations of his political rivals in order to gain personal advantage, including in the 2020 presidential election. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. How are things different in Japan than they are here? Like, I'm kind of curious about how things operate halfway around the globe. Like, I want to know about religious traditions and do people worry about it and politics and just day-to-day life and what does everybody think of what's going on with Donald Trump and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know how much. (laughs) So uh, the Donald Trump stuff, it seems like uh, the Japanese people that I've encountered, they want to kind of fill you out since obviously I'm stationed Uh, out there with a lot of military. mm. There's plenty of military people out there with the MAGA stickers Uh, and hats uh, and Donald Trump 2020 signs. So the people that I've met, they kind of fill you out, make sure, like, oh, what do you think about this thing that Trump did? <laughs> then once they know, they kind of talk about how crazy the stuff it is. Usually it's referred to as just crazy. Yeah. They don't talk about it being stupid or ignorant or mean, vicious, asinine, or any other way that I would describe <laughs> it. <laughs> but they usually just talk about the craziness of it. Yeah. Do they do they follow American politics very, very closely? Very much so. Yeah. Like, Pretty much, I mean, most people I've had a conversation with, they know what's going on with American politics. Yeah. Usually. Probably better than some people in America. Yeah, probably. Probably better, a lot more Better so than, than anyone the, who has a MAGA hat. And a 2020 <laughs> sticker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would think both of those are true. Do they, are, are, are Japanese people concerned about what's going on here? Like, is, do they have an existential dread? Similar to what I feel on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> I think they feel concerned, but I don't think they express it quite as much as like, I mean, as Americans, I think we're like more boisterous. Mm. Japanese people are a little bit more reserved. So they don't want to just come out and outright say, hey, this is fucking crazy. I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a little bit more like, oh, that's really interesting. Or this seems concerning, but yeah. it's not necessary. I mean, there's. Very few Japanese people that want to just sit and talk politics. Oh, yeah. But the few that I have that I'm pretty close with, I mean, they don't go about it as they're not fearful, but they think it's definitely crazy and different. Yeah. And that we're not like this before. And they know what we have in the White House. Yeah. And how how do they participate in or what do they think of their local politics there? Like, do they their local do they politics, like Abe and so. Their local politics is the funniest thing in the world to me. Kind of a, the most annoying thing in the world. So <laughs> when it comes time to run, they participate well in their local politics. But they ride around in these cars 
just with the politician in the back and four megaphones that I can hear everywhere up my damn alley. <laughs> like a 1950s movie? <laughs> yes. And it's just like the Blues Brothers? their message in Japanese driving up and down the neighborhoods. Like, wow. come out and vote. Come out and vote. <laughs> wow. Well, and maybe we should start with, like, you used to live here in Utah. And now you're in Japan. How long have you, how long have you been in Japan? I've been in Japan two years, two months. Two years, two months. And what took you to Japan from Utah? I went out there with the sister station from where I work on the DOD on Hill Air Force Base. Yeah. So you're out there for work. And do you like it there? Will you be coming back? How much longer are you going to be there? I love it there. I'll probably be forced to come back. (laughs) I'll be out there another three and a half years. They're potentially working on letting us stay out there a little bit longer. But no, I do. I do love it out there. And I love the traveling, but the people. Yeah. It's a different culture. And I think that's kind of a good thing to see. Yeah. How many Pokemon have you seen? I have not seen many <laughs> Pokemon. I mean, I've seen plenty in the stores. I've seen kids obviously looking for them on their phones, oh, but yeah, I haven't yeah, seen yeah. too many in person. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Damn. So, so Tamel came over yesterday huh. and he told me two amazing things. One that was just really amazing to me, the penguin bar, a bar with fucking penguins at it. Cause I like penguins. What? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like just walking around. Yeah, there's just like penguins. It's like kind of a bar that's obviously really cool. I think they have ice on the bar, but there's penguins that walk around the bars. I mean, the Japanese are big into themed things. Like uh, each town will have a mascot. So there's like plenty of pictures of their mascot or little statues throughout the town. But then they have like a monkey bar, the penguin bar, kitty bar, dog bar. So will they just have animals hanging out with you? <laughs> Which I think is you cool. You can go in there and enjoy coffee, have a drink. <laughs> hmm. What? So at the penguin bar, are they just milling around with people or? Uh, they, the penguins, I haven't been inside the penguin bar. Oh, okay. I've talked to people who have been in the penguin bar. I think you can actually pull it up on Google, but <laughs> I think it's kind of like a glass section that they just have the penguins back behind there oh. and occasionally they circle out. Huh. I know the owl cafe that I've been to, which is really cool. You go inside, hold a bunch of different owls. They have snakes and lizards in there, but they also have an armadillo that knows how to use their auto opening doors. So I walk his head around and hit a button and go through the door. And he's just circling around. The first time I went, I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but but the other thing that I found amazing, tell me about KSC on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. So this is like straight out of demolition, man. It's the first thing I was introduced to because when I got out there, it was a little bit before Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. So when it comes to Thanksgiving, and I believe it's also Christmas Day, if you want to go to KFC, you need to have a reservation. You either need to reserve your bucket of chicken or you need to reserve your seat because all the Japanese are going there for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Really? To like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Get, reserve get fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's their turkey. <laughs> wow. Do they, so do they celebrate Thanksgiving? I think they kind of, well, where I live in Okinawa, yeah. I think because of the American influence that they celebrate the holiday. But I mean, it's kind of a, it's a tourist area. So, I mean, a lot of the bars are doing celebrations for Thanksgiving. They know when the Americans are going to be out with their money. Yeah, that's Mm. a good point. I just thought it was crazy. They seem to buy into our holidays just as much as we do. (laughs) (laughs) But the other thing that's kind of crazy is Japanese holidays. And it's one thing that's like a difference between their culture and our culture by far. So they have, I think it's the, the Chinese New Year where they get a complete week off of work. Oh, wow. But most of their holidays are three to four days off of work. So it's like throughout the year, they have like 20 plus days off of work. Oh, wow. Just for holidays? Just for holidays. And that's Hmm. not, that doesn't include like 
the English going on holiday for vacation. Yeah, right? that's it's just, just their, their personal time off. Oh, wow. They usually kind of plan their vacations hmm. around that. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, the U.S. gets fucked on time off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they said we have a lot of holidays. Like, I've had conversation with my friends, but I'm like, yeah, but ours are a day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we have a holiday. It's Thursday. It's, it's Christmas. that day. <laughs> and I haven't had holidays off since high school. Yeah. Well, but I mean, most other countries give you a minimum of six weeks off paid vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get much more in paid sick leave. You get maternity leave. You get more holidays, more days around the holiday. They do have the universal health care, but it's kind of a little bit, it's slightly like more means tested. So it's, I think there's just three basic scales from the way my ex-girlfriend explained it to me. But it's like you make a certain amount, you pay this much for health care, this amount, that. So it just goes in tiers. And is it hmm. is it run through the government? Yes. So it's not like the government just dictates prices that a private third-party company can charge you to go and yeah, see Yeah, there is doctors. no third-party company. I can speak from experience of going to the Japanese doctor. Because I've went, you know, I've, I've had like, if I get a rash or if I have a cold, I'll go to the doctor to see the doctor. Everything all paid without insurance. With my prescriptions, it's usually at the most like 40 to 50 bucks. Fuck! Which I can actually get to translate and submit to my insurance company. I haven't yet, but I can. That's what some people pay just for the copay. Yeah. Yes. And I've had a, a friend whose wife broke their arm and she did, they didn't want to take her to the emergency room because there's a problem with us being stationed over there in the billing cycles. Like sometimes it's considered out of region hospital, even though we're stationed at the base. So they went to the Japanese doctor, complete reset medications, all of that stuff. And I think it was less than 200 from what he said. Jeez. Our healthcare with, system here is so fucked up. With mm. an English translator who will like walk with you through the hospital <laughs> to make sure you're not having problems. Wow. Which is one other really different thing I've noticed between Japan and America. Every restaurant, bar, or anything, it's always overstaffed, which seemed weird as hell to me because obviously where I'm coming from, like I always would be sitting in a restaurant and I'm like, seems like one person should be able to handle this, but there's four people. Mm-hmm. And it's like everywhere you go, it's not just one person, it's a group of people. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure, I don't know the particulars of that system, whether there's requirements, but I know that you have a lot of people, like instead of just having a sign for construction, there's people in the street like waving, telling cars when to come and go at anywhere there's construction, even sometimes in parking lot. Mm-hmm. So it seems like mm-hmm. everyone has some kind of job and jobs that Americans, it one- seems that are con- considered redundant out here. Or we could just use a sign to take care of it. Huh. Hmm. Well, we know people don't look or read signs in Utah, so that's... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We know they work great. (laughs) Have you learned much of Japanese language at all? I've learned quite a bit of Japanese language, and then I'm working on the reading system. But as I was telling Ryan before, there's three different reading systems that they have. So like the simplified Chinese characters, um, foreign words, and then I'm trying to remember what the third one is, but... So, like, every sign that you have, there'll be the really complex-looking one. That's going to be, I think, the uh, kanji. Mm-hmm. But then they'll have, like, little simplified hiragana. And, like, basically, it's sound of vowels. So there's the vowel sound words. And then there's the words that are just supposed to, from looking at the picture, it kind of tells you what it is. Like, oh, this looks like a mountain. And it's hard. 
I'm trying. <laughs> it's difficult. I'm working on learning it. But. What are you doing to learn it? Just uh, well, I started with the uh, the Pimsleur Learn Japanese program. Mm. Then they have a, a really cool app called Duolingo that kind of helps you learn to start reading the hiragana. And then I've just recently I took one class, but when I return, I'm taking classes with the a Japanese woman who teaches English and Japanese. So take class with her twice a month. Oh, then when cool. I go back, I'm just going to try to immerse yourself in a it a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> like just go to markets, go hang out in the international street or Kokosai street and just try to learn it the hard way. Yeah. Well, and you said that they may, you'll have to be forced to come home, but how, how much longer, <laughs> how much longer do you think you'll be in Japan? At least three and a half years. Oh, really? At least three and a half years. Yeah. It's That's a long the time, extent yeah. of my contract, yeah. Wow. That'd be a cool place. And you said that they have nice beaches also? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm located, like I said, I'm in Okinawa, so you think Karate Kid. So it's like 1,300 miles off of mainland Japan. So it's called the it's the Asian Hawaii. Hmm. So a lot of people, Chinese, Japanese, everybody will come out to visit it. It's really, it's big beach resort. Wow. Beaches everywhere, pretty much. It's... And I keep, I keep saying it like they and them and, you know, what, what do Japanese people, they like, like they're, I, I almost, it sounds like alien. they're alien. Yeah. Yeah. Like, tell me about this strange and, world. But it's also, it's not like they're a monolith. <laughs> I mean, you'd have some Japanese that are highly Americanized, some that are, haven't, are curious and haven't really been around. I mean, I've had. They're Americurious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is Americurious. Like I've hung out with. People where we don't speak each other's language. We just try to make do the best we can. A lot of Google Translate. Yeah. Uh, now, I've, I think it was, I, I've seen a show where they're in, I think it was, I can't remember if it was Japan or China, but they were fairly hostile towards Westerners. Like, areas of town where it's like locals only, like not allowing Westerners into their bars or clubs. They do areas. have locals only. I don't know if it's hostility, though. Okay. I think, uh, I think some places which I would absolutely understand. So when you think about kind of, at least in Okinawa, like it's a limited economy, then you have all these military people. So you have a bunch of boisterous, probably getting pretty drunk, usually in a decent group of Americans. And maybe there's places where they just want to kind of get away and just be with local people. I don't think it's like necessarily to be exclusive. And most of those places that are Japanese only, if a Japanese person takes you, you're allowed in. Okay. It could be the same thing in China. I'm not sure, but yeah, because I'd, I'd heard that before, where they have to basically post signs that no, say there's plenty locals of, only. Like, yeah, there's plenty that say locals only. Yeah, like we don't want people on vacation coming here, even if you're a foreigner working here. We don't want you coming to our coming to our establishment. I was like, that's kind of. But at the weird. same time, too, I mean, it's one of, again another thing I can understand because they get young military men. Yeah, <laughs> so they usually got the adrenaline going and the testosterone and. There's a not the decent amount of have. fights. <laughs> you get some young guys that don't give a damn and they want to fight. Fucking yeah. Americans. Just fucking it up everywhere, man. So, I mean, I've had those... plenty of bar owners where I'll go in there and hang out. And I try to get to know the bar owner and hang out with the local people. And they're like, you know, hey, you're a nice guy. Sometimes you get guys in here and they will pay attention to make sure to not let certain people in. Yeah. Probably the Marines, I'm guessing. I don't want to call out any particular branch. <laughs> well, they're usually on the more boisterous side and more. They do have more restrictions. More fighting. <laughs> well, and you're out there with Air Force, right? Yeah, I'm out there with Air Force. But since I'm a civilian, I get their benefits, but none of the restrictions. 
So like if they put everybody on restriction and take away alcohol, we can still partake in alcohol. I just can't buy it on the base. Hmm. We don't have their curfew. Thank oh, they God. have the military members. Depending have on your rank, you have a 1 a.m. curfew. Huh? They, I haven't seen as many patrols lately, but they used to actually patrol around to the bars. Be like, you get out, you get out, you get out. <laughs> Just like in the movie Stripes. <laughs> that documentary. Yes. It's a good documentary. It's a great one. It's been so long since I've seen Stripes, I don't remember that. Oh, Them just going and rousting people out of bars? Well, they were having, when they are doing the, the mud wrestling with the chicks, <laughs> and then the... the SPs show up and start arresting all them in there and they get and, pushed into the chicks. Yeah, and they jump in with the chicks and they're <laughs> off fornicating with the chicks at the commander, the colonel's house or whatever it was and hiding in the trunks and yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how it works. Oh, I see. <laughs> I, would, I would say for Japanese people, as far as the religious thing goes, for a lot of them, it seems almost kind of more like Jewish, like they're culturally the religion. Like they go through the regular traditional, go visit the shrines on this day or, but I mean, I think they're mostly polytheist, not necessarily a single God, but you do have a, quite a few Jehovah's witness and even a few Mormon mm-hmm. out there. I've had some of my strangest religious experiences out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely say that. Well, what, what do you mean? Well, what I like to take a lot of bike rides and go to the beach. So one day I bike rode to the beach and I'm just sitting there relaxing, looking at the water. And I see this guy out there who's just like in all white and stuff. And I'm like, are they baptizing this guy? Which it turns out they were not. Hmm. But I see them go over to him and like praying with him and him praying with them. And I'm like, okay. Then they start walking towards me. I just give them a look and light up a cigarette. But they keep coming. <laughs> and they're like, do you mind if we pray over you? And I'm like, I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> look, man, I'm just here enjoying the scenery. Like, I don't want you to come and fuck up my vibe here. Then they just turned around and walked away. But the funniest one, I'd probably say, me and my buddy took a bike ride. We're hanging out at Starbucks. So it was a woman. But this was a white woman, not a Japanese woman. And she comes up and she's like, hey, can we get invite you out? And it's right before Easter. It's like, can we invite you out? There? We're having a little celebration. We're like, oh, no, we're good. We're just having coffee. So, like, oh, okay. I mean, you just died for your sins. And then <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. I mean, you know, it's just our Lord and Savior who died for your sins and all. I guess if you don't want to participate. Yeah. Passive aggressive <laughs> bullshit. But wow. What is like a traditional Japanese religion? As far as well, like, a, I think like, like a Japanese Shinto? are kind of a little bit more. Well, most I've met, it seems like are Buddhist. Buddhist okay. Yeah. But it's at the same time, they like, have just the different gods and temples. Yeah. It's, I, 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 I've seen like the architecture of their temples and stuff and they look awesome. Yeah. But I didn't know if it was like, yeah, like a Buddhist or like Sikh, but I'm like, also, I know Christianity wouldn't be it, but we, cause we, but brought there that to is them. plenty of Christians. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of like before we showed up. What were they believing in? <laughs> in general, I imagine superstition, but I don't want to yeah. say for certain. But I mean, they have some superstitious type beliefs still. Yeah, because I guess I never really thought about. Well, Japanese have might have no have their own god system themselves being a multi. Yeah, because even my girlfriend that was you know, or my ex girlfriend that was 
not really religious, but even she would still like give me a charm, like keep this with you. It's going to bring you good luck. Mm. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. How's he going to do that? I think you mean good ruck. <laughs> oh, how dare you? How dare you? Now, you know that the Japanese don't have L's. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah? Yeah, they really yeah. don't have a sound for it. That's why yeah, like yeah. my name in Japanese is Tometu. Tomato. Which is also tomato, but <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so every time I introduce myself to someone, I'll be like, tomato, You're like, oh I like tomato. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes. since they don't have actual letters, so they just kind of go with the sounds based off your name. So hmm. they end up with T Maru. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> I just think it's funny that a lot of people think they're, they're, they know you as Tomato now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should just see if you can change your Facebook name to Tomato. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so what what is your favorite thing about living in Japan? Well, for me, mostly, I mean, superficially, beaches. Yeah. Some of, you know me, I like to be warm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we walked, <laughs> we walked into the studio tonight, and... I have the vent in here closed. There's just one vent in the studio for AC or heat, and and I closed it because... It's probably been closed for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the only time I come in this room is when we're recording the show, so uh, it was a little chilly in here, <laughs> but just the look on your face was like, Jesus Christ, what's going on in here? How are they going to kill me and kill me? <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about I don't like the cold, and here we are walking into this fucking it's, meat locker. I would say, like, the... N- Outside of obviously the beach, my favorite thing is probably like the safety. It seems like there's so much safety. Obviously, I'm not worried about myself, but like I see little kids like four or five walking home from school and stuff alone with their backpacks with groups of friends. It seems like most people are respectful of everybody else. You don't really get um like you don't need to worry like the kids, oddly enough, are like very disciplined. So, like, they won't cross the street until that light's flashing green. Huh. And then they were actually all taught to raise their hands and cross the street like this, which you see a lot of them doing, which is hilarious. But they're taught <laughs> it in why, school. Why do and they raise their hands? They just raise their hand like I'm about to cross. So, you oh. know they're crossing. But it, it looks like a bunch of Nazi youth walking yeah, across the street. they don't do it sideways. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, there's some of the things that, about Japan. I like, I mean, a lot of it's just curiosity funny. Like, there's certain structure. They have a... So you have to buy a special backpack for your kid when they start elementary school. A they special backpack? A special backpack. And they're not cheap. They're probably about $200. Oh, wow. But they have that bag from this grade until X grade. And then they're able to get the next bag, but it's like all uniform. Oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's literally like leveling up in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of leveling up, and then eventually I think the kid gets maxed out. and then <laughs> Yeah, you just keep grinding until you can get that new backpack. Like you read Max Evolution. It's like if you see a really big kid with a level one backpack, you know he's dumb. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, I don't try to look at it like all sugar-coated. There's a lot of interesting differences there. They kind of... Like, if you have a mixed-race kid, it's harder for them to stay in a traditional school. They usually kind of send them to international schools. Like if they do the 100 and 200 meter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they do both, like, oh, this kid. <laughs> like, this kid is too many I races. I just got that. Sorry. <laughs> I, I figured with the late took, laugh, you just it took me. That. It took me a minute to figure that out. 100 and two, oh, oh. I was thinking more of the 200 in the medley, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, any kind of mixed, mixed, mixed race. race. But, yeah, they do. So there's a lot of things that are 
kind of still based off of how you look. That's kind of interesting. And then Okinawa specifically where I've been the most, it's just, um, a lot of military influence, a lot of military kids. Like it's, I don't, it's not a good situation to me because a lot of the guys are out there, they have their fun, then they leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't support the kids. There's no, I'm not all of them. I don't want to speak for everybody, but I've run into quite a few where it's just the mom and that kid. Because some military member has gone out there, fucked around, sowed his wild oats and fucked off. And... Yeah. And if they don't know the rules and like you don't have access to get on the base, they can't report it to yeah. the commander. They're not getting any support. Oh man, that's mm. shitty. Damn. But at least they have their government support. <laughs> so the government yeah. will actually help provide them, help provide for their children. Is it a socialist country? Is that what you're trying to tell me too, yeah. boo? <laughs> just trying to say socialism's okay sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, goddamn yeah. communists. We have it already. It's just <laughs> taking from the poor and giving to the rich right now. Yeah. 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 That's what I, someone actually, not trying to jump off subject, but posted an opinion article thanking the uh, plow drivers in the state of Utah for doing such a good job clearing the roads. The very first comment on the uh, Salt Lake Tribune article was, yeah, look at this socialist network of plows on the road how dare we (laughs) evil socialism clearing our roads putting down sand and salt for better traction what is the world coming to (laughs) will they stop at nothing what is what so what is your least favorite thing about living in japan Mm, for me I would say it seems like everyone's kind of, I would say maybe like kind of orthodox. Like, uh, they're Japanese are kind of a conservative group overall. Yeah. From what I've experienced. Um, obviously some of the younger people kind of break out of that mold. Everyone's really nice, but it's almost sometimes feeling of kind of that religious nice. Like, I'm nice to you. Like that you're fake not nice one because, of us. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be as nice as I can to your face, but it's not really genuine. It's just kind mm-hmm. of put on and yeah. And I think also just like me being a black guy out there, I think you get a lot of stereotypes. Like girls expect you to be the hip hop guy. These guys oh. are like this. Rap like <laughs> <laughs> for me, tomato rap for me. <laughs> <laughs> tomato. <laughs> MC Tomato. Oh, <laughs> uh, we gotta. You'll have to draw him something. I was gonna say we, but I can't fucking draw. You'll have, you'll have to draw Tamela as a tomato, a rapping tomato. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean it's uh, I mean it's nothing major. It's not bad. I'm not worried about you know. I think I'm in their land, so I try to make more of an effort to get to know them. I assume that they just don't know me, or maybe their exposure is limited. I mean, one of my some of my best friends out there, like Nagama, he's a, I think probably a 70-year-old Japanese guy who barely knows English, but he loves karaoke, likes listening to old disco music. <laughs> Me and him will hang out, have drinks, I invite him over to my barbecue, so it's fun. I mm. hug him every time I see him. He thinks it's funny as hell. <laughs> like, Nagama! <laughs> what is, so in my head, I have an impression of of Japanese people being a smaller people than Americans typically. And you're a pretty tall guy. Do you just yeah. tower over everybody in general when you're walking around? Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a few, I've met a couple of Japanese people who are close or even same height as me. Mm. One or two, maybe taller, but not many. Yeah. But yeah, I'm 
pretty big. Most Americans are pretty big compared to all the Japanese mm-hmm. people. <laughs> There's like a big old black tomato walking around. Yeah, over big there. giant black tomato. <laughs> <laughs> like if I piss this tomato off, I might go all Godzilla. And <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, how often do you do you worry about Godzilla? Coming in and destroying Only the when island. there's an earthquake. There's yeah. only been a couple that I've been part of. Usually the typhoons are just Mothra, but... <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have, have you been in any big earthquakes out there? Uh, no, I've been in a, a couple minor ones, yeah. but not anything big. Yeah. We haven't had one here for a, a minute. No, well, there's usually always, like, little, like, small tremors out in the, like, yeah. way, like uninhabited parts of the state but i guess i haven't i haven't felt an earthquake here for i don't think i've ever felt like an earthquake 25 here. years probably well that makes sense because i've only been here for 18 <laughs> the last the last earthquake i felt here was before i was ever married it was yeah. me and my buddy matt i know there was one not too long ago well i mean yeah as in not, uh, it's probably like what four or five years ago well i know like down by saint george like out in the middle of nowhere down there they had like a decent one a few years back but yeah i don't think it was felt up here much well i just remember my daughter telling me that she had felt one and then actually hear him reported that there was like huh. a minor one well and we're way overdue for a big, a big earthquake here like life ending earthquake yeah, hopefully like, that one goes down when i'm gone <laughs> <laughs> thank you i like you guys and all but i'm fucking not oh, don't I'm... worry i'll carry on the podcast for you before I get... <laughs> but this is a memory of <laughs> so and what do you what do you think like you were around i think you've been this like, is like your f- he was like in like the first like 20 thing? episodes like you were there you were, at yeah, the you very were, beginning yeah you were you're in Several episodes when we first started out. What do you what do you think of the change in the show or the the evolution of it since going from a dining room started? table to this. <laughs> the uh, coffee table in the in the basement? I enjoy the evolution of the show. I don't know how much I like the shortened show, but oh yeah, <laughs> I like hearing you guys for a few hours just rambling. Yeah, I think it takes away from some of the not. It doesn't take away from the silliness, but it's not as much. Yeah, you have more freedom to have Ryan going as long yeah, crazy see? trying to remember. <laughs> see, everyone likes my crazy. <laughs> well, everyone that you talk to, they, my mom actually, my mom yelled at me. My mom says I'm really cool. No, what? she yelled at me for using a hard R. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, what'd she say? She said I shouldn't say that word. Yeah. Did now Ryan Duffy? I don't even remember what Ryan I, Patrick Duffy. I don't even know what I've said it in context to. <laughs> if it was Donald Trump, yes, he's a retard. <laughs> oh, that's the hard R. Okay. Yeah, that's the hard. Yeah. R. <laughs> yeah, the one that the hard R at the beginning of the, the word, word. Not at the not end not of the, the end. word. <laughs> yeah, like always. Huh? Is there any such? Is there a soft R that goes at the beginning of a word in English? Um, you could probably make it French like retard. <laughs> okay. Retard. Retard. <laughs> Not the re. R at the beginning. <laughs> I'm trying to think. None that I can think of off the top of my head. Mm, I don't know. I didn't understand yeah. the question. I thought uh, you said you said hard R like always, and I was. I'm trying to imagine where an R comes into the word always. Oh, I see. <laughs> I was, I was no, just... you said an, you said a hard R at the beginning of the word, and I said, oh, like always. Yeah. 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 Every word is a hard yeah. R at the beginning. If it's at the beginning, it's always yeah. hard, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, Ricola is pretty soft. <laughs> Ricola, yeah. Yeah. Is it? Kind of. It's still rrr. 
<laughs> you see what I've turned this show into? Well, I was All going, the letters. I was going <laughs> rrr as, a fir- as opposed to re. Rrr. Rrr. feels softer to me. Let us know if you think of one. Send us a send us an email. Yeah, yeah. If you can think of a soft soft R at the beginning of a word. Let us know, because I can't think of any off the top of my head. And what I'm thinking is, like, usually when they talk about hard R, it's, you know. Er. Yeah. Yeah. Like transgender yeah. instead of transgender. Or splendor. Sure. Or, or, other, <laughs> or other words that end in E-R. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Ginger. Yeah. Ginger. Ginger. Yeah. I don't know if it's as much about the hard R as there just being an R. <laughs> yeah. An R period. Just the R, is the, it's the like, presence of the R. Yeah. Yeah. The R, the R, the presence of the R at the end of the word is problematic, probably regardless of whether it's a hard or a soft R. Well, all I know is my mom doesn't like that word, so I'm free to use cunt as much as I want. (laughs) (laughs) Moral of the story. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we do have a little bit of news we can talk about uh, after we come back from this little break. Hi, this is Christine Stenquist with Truce, together for responsible use in cannabis education. If you're interested in medical cannabis in Utah, follow us on our social media. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Truce Utah. If you're interested in donating to our awesome nonprofit, go to truceutah.org. And thank you so much for listening to the Godless Revolution podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> Look at these derps going on a church trip. Derp, derp, derp. Wait, what's going on? Are we on a church trip? Did you and that church set us up? Why would you do this? It'll be fun! Take me back, Shelby! No, it'll be fun! You're the one here! Stop paddling! Stop fighting me! Stop paddling! It's too late! If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! Alright, so this will probably be the only news story we cover this evening, because... We're we're bumping up against our, our new time new time limit. <laughs> new time limit. <laughs> uh, but this comes to us uh, from the West Virginia Gazette, Gazette Mail, Charleston Gazette Mail, in West Virginia. And I thought this would be good because Brandy's from West Virginia. <laughs> uh, well, that's not why we. You just realized that. I mean, it's well, yeah, we were going to do it anyway. But well, we were thinking. I was thinking maybe we would do it, and then. When I saw it was from West Virginia, I thought, oh, sure, we should absolutely do that then. Uh, <laughs> but this, the, the headline of the story says, West Virginia employees suspended after photo emerges of correctional officers Nazi salute. And it's got a picture yeah. of like this entire graduating class, the basic training class, number 18, like 21 October through 27 November 2019. That's a really long course. A, not, well... Uh-huh. No, no, that's, that's not what I'm a, saying. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, um, there's there's uh, probably like 30 weeks. of them. The extensive police training that people go <laughs> through. And all that training was this button opens a door and this button closes a door. Okay, now you do it. <laughs> and But I mean, this is a picture of what? At least it's 20 30. people or so? I think it's about, there's 10 people in the front row and there's three rows. So probably uh, right around 30. Yeah. Can Ryan math? 
Oh, yeah. yeah. It says, <laughs> well, the caption says this photo released by West Virginia State officials Thursday depicts yeah. most of the of a training class of roughly 30 correctional officers giving the Nazi salute. Mm hmm. Which is. Yeah. Which is deeply disturbing. Uh, the story says that several West Virginia state employees have been suspended after a photo emerged depicting a training class of roughly 30 correctional officers performing a Nazi salute. I, I, I did notice a couple of them were going closed fist. Yeah. Yeah. There's, like they were like, I'm not doing, I ain't doing see, polls. One, two. And the guy in the back right is doing it yeah. too. Three. I think just, I see four. I see. Well, there's four. Uh, one on the far left at the top looks like it almost could be. Maybe. It also seems like a darker hand. It does. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this looked like darker hair here, and mm -hmm. I was, but that's that's a raised fist and not yeah, the Nazi mm -hmm. salute. So, uh, the story continues and says Department of Military Affairs and Public Safety Director Jeff Sandy sent a letter to all employees Wednesday, describing the photo as quote distasteful. Hurtful, disturbing, highly insensitive, and completely inappropriate. The yeah, photo <laughs> on state letterhead <laughs> shows almost all of basic training class number 18 displaying the Nazi salute. Text above the photo reads, Hail Bird. B-Y-R-D. Yeah. Uh, Sandy's letter states that the employees have been suspended and are under investigation, although it does not describe the photo itself. Brian Abraham, an attorney for Governor Jim Justice... Sounds like a superhero name. <laughs> I am Jim Justice. Not not even a well thought out one. <laughs> said, said Thursday that uh, the hail bird line refers to the trainee's instructor. Oh, okay. Hmm. We were thinking the yeah, old Senator Bird. Robert Bird. Yeah. The Nazi salute was used to hail Adolf Hitler, the Nazi Germany direct, <laughs> director, dictator. <laughs> the director of Nazi Germany. <laughs> <laughs> who, who directed this slaughter. That's why I was reading ahead. <laughs> who directed the slaughter of millions of Jews and others during the Holocaust before and during World War II. WCHS-TV uh -huh. first reported on Sandy's letter, although not the content of the photo. Rabbi... Victor Urecki of Benai Jacob Synagogue in Charleston and regular figure around the Capitol saw the photo. He thanked state officials for briefing him and other religious leaders in advance, but expressed concern over what comes next. Quote, Seeing the photo was deeply shocking and troubling to me, and I know it will be devastating to not just members of my community, but any person of decency, he said. This will create difficult days and hard conversations for our state. While I want to hear more about how it all unfolded, this terrible incident reminds me we have a lot to wor of work to do in educating about the dangers of hate and the evils perpetrated in the past and can happen again. DMAPS released the photo Thursday in response to a public records request. It blurred out the employees' faces, citing employee privacy rights. The controversy comes amid heightened legal and, and public scrutiny of DMAPS accusations of correctional officers sexually abusing inmates, and the covering up of wrongful deaths are trickling through the legal system. How can a fucking the death of somebody trickle through the legal system? Yeah. Because they're the ones that write the report. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. Yep. Uh, the Gazette Mail also recently spotlighted a practice within the West Virginia State Police housed under DMAPS of clearing troopers systematically after internal investigations while taxpayers spent millions settling the lawsuits filed against them. Justice released a statement Thursday about the photo in question, quote, I condemn the photo of basic training class number 18 in the strongest possible terms, Justice said. 
I have directed Secretary Jeff Sandy of the Department of Military Affairs and Public Safety to continue actively investigating this incident, and I have ordered the termination of all those that are found to be involved in this conduct. You know, a person with the name Justice, I would expect that exact accent. (laughs) (laughs) Buford T. Justice. (laughs) Delegate Mike Pushkin, Democrat of Kanawha, one of few Jewish people in the West Virginia legislature, said no one in that photo had any business, any position of power over anyone as a correctional officer. Quote, at best, this is an extreme lack of judgment for people who have a lot of power over other people's lives, he said. At worst, it's just blatant anti-Semitism, and it's disgusting. Delegate Kayla Kessinger, Republican from Fayetteville, or from Fayette, issued a statement as well. This photo is not West Virginia. These are not our values, she said. Mm. And to both the local Jewish community and the world audience that will unfortunately now see this, let me be clear. We condemn this ignorant, hateful display in the strongest terms possible. Delegate Evan Hansen, Democrat Monongalia, who is Jewish as well, said in response, where? Wait, didn't they just say the only Jewish person in there, like, political? One of very few. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Said in response to the photo that with so many people and organizations seeking to divide, West Virginians need to come together. It makes me sad and angry that we're still dealing with things like this in 2019, he said. Yeah, Director Hitler's long dead. (laughs) Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat of West Virginia, said the behavior displayed in the photo warrants an immediate investigation. I'm not a big fan of of Senator Manchin. Yeah. He's he's a very conservative Democrat. He's he's, he's a A dino, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Quote, Anyone who participated in any hateful, disgusting action should not be able to work for or be paid by the federal or state government and should be removed from their position immediately, Manchin wrote. It is unacceptable and should not be tolerated whatsoever. This is not the West Virginia I know or grew up in. Well, it well, might have been that... the one he grew up in. <laughs> oh, it definitely was the one Manchin grew up in. Definitely the one he grew up in. Maybe he was not aware of the rampant racism that exists yeah. in the South. I don't, I don't quite understand how that could be the case. You might not have been aware of any complaints. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> it. All these uppity people. <laughs> well, it's like that, uh, uh, that show we were talking about earlier that with all the race stuff in it. Uh, the Watchmen. Watchmen. Oh, yeah. Like With all the race stuff in it. <laughs> yeah. That race show. Yeah. <laughs> they, Ford they, versus Ferrari, is that the Yes. <laughs> fast. It's a fast race. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. know. That's what I think about West Virginia sometimes was like the very first episode of that show made me think. of West what of what that very oh. first episode of that of Watchmen. I'm like, I'm like that's yeah, kind of what old black, West Virginia I would think about. Black Wall uh, yeah, Street talking about the yeah talking about the uh, when they had like the planes going through and gunning them all down and they're just being slaughtered by the uh, uh, neo Nazis mm-hmm. the KKK yeah yeah the KKK that's yeah. that's an actual historical event yeah. well that actually happened yeah that yeah. actually Holy happened shit. in Tulsa Oklahoma the Black yeah. Wall Street like uh, with Tulsa, the Oklahoma with the planes and yes. shit yeah Fuck. yeah it was fucking wild dude we should we maybe well I say maybe we should do that on a future episode I'm sure we won't but those of you who are interested you should Google Tulsa Oklahoma and like. Uh, the Black Wall Street bombing. Yeah, Black Wall Street bombing. It was nuts, man. People went fucking crazy, just murdering people, like seriously dropping shit from crop dusters onto main thoroughfares. Like, yeah, that, that was yeah. the part. Like, the guy literally dropped a grenade 
out of the air. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, yeah. That's just, why didn't the superheroes do anything? Because there's no, they're not. <laughs> here's the thing about the superhero show: none of them has superpowers. Yeah. Well, well, one does. Well, that's yeah, but he's on Mars. That that incident led to the creation of the first superhero. Actually, it did kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and and really, in Watchmen, they're more than superheroes; they're masked vigilantes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're real people with just badass uh, skills. Yeah, yeah. Fighting for fighting for truth and justice. Uh, mm. do you, have you seen the what? Matt, have you seen the Watchmen movie? Nope. You. Oh. Probably love it. The yeah. comedian is my favorite character. My screensaver on my phone. I'll oh, bet sure. you would. I'll bet you would like the movie. And I'll bet you'd like the series quite a bit too. It's not. It's not your typical not Iron Man superhero Superman stuff. type yeah. shit. No. Yeah. No. It's it's more just. Yeah. I fucking hate Superman. Masked vigilantes. Yeah. Carrying out justice. But the reason why they wear the masks and it, it's kind of like oh shit okay that kind of. They but if you hate Superman it. and you enjoy horror movies, you should see Brightburn. Ah, uh, yeah, that was that that's, was fucking yeah, dark. That's Superman dude. as Superman is meant to be, like conquering the world and killing everyone that gets <laughs> there, in his way. Oh, yeah. There were a few <laughs> scenes in Brightburn that I was like, God damn, that, yeah. that's yeah, like you'd really flinch. fucking dark. <laughs> I think I've I can't remember if I watched the that glass one in the eye. He'd flinch. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, it, the eyeball. I don't. It's the like like with like the teeth. Oh. <laughs> yeah, pre-show Matt was showing us pictures oh. of people. Just one picture. Uh, yeah, one picture we, of someone with nail clippers on a tooth. And well, I'm like, it was nope. a couple. Well, and for some well, reason, that bothered Ryan. Yeah. I don't yep. know. Yeah. People, yeah, using fingernail <laughs> clippers to clip <laughs> their teeth, like mm-hmm. their front, their incisors. Like my back, just, I just felt a tingle going on my spine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't oh. look pleasant, that's for sure. No. I don't know why anybody would do that. Uh, yeah. But it's been a pleasure having you in studio with us again. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's been it's great to great see you guys to see again. You, man. We'll have to, we'll have to, you'll have to come out here more. <laughs> Just fly out here from Okinawa more yeah. often, would you? I actually might be taking another flight out in March. I'll have to see. My sister's uh, getting married. My brother's having a kid. They're all trying to ruin my vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking spend vacation days uh, to come out for this bullshit. I know. no it's been awesome to see you again man it's been way too long and to have you in studio with us and chit chat with you for a bit yeah i was hoping to be out here obviously last year yeah in the summertime but that kind of hoping i could yeah do the atheist camp out and all that stuff but not this year yeah maybe next year uh 2021 maybe yeah 2021 yeah you guys want to ever come back here when trump's here <laughs> if I could do anything about it, <laughs> well, I'll, okay. So just to put up a weird thing, I didn't want to get too much into the politics. So besides the things I was telling you earlier with us losing funding for things because yeah. of that, yeah. So when he passed his "Hey, rich people need a lot more fucking money" tax, mm-hmm. it actually started charging new people coming out to our job in Okinawa, like they have to pay taxes on shipping your household goods over here. Mm-hmm which those taxes can be anywhere from one to like $3,000 because of the weight and it shipped over on a boat. Mm. So I luckily came out here before that new tax saving law went through, but a lot of people right now are getting backdated uh, taxes. So they were charging them oh. for the, it's supposed to be for the year of 2018. So they're sending them back letters. They're working with the IRS on how to do it. The government's supposed to pay it for them in advance and they're supposed to work out a pay back and shit. Created a whole lot of fucking shit to just rush through a bill in a month. Yeah. That fucked over a whole lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
gave 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 a lot of money to people who didn't fucking need it at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's like I said, things. I'm worried about next month. Like I, I think I'm going to be working for free for who knows how long. Uh, again. Yeah. 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 It is going to be rough. Like I've, I've already started to trim back a lot of expenses or expenses wherever I can, because the, you know, last year when it happened, I was working for free for what, three months, three and a half months. And Blew through all of my savings, ended up putting a bunch of shit on credit cards that I still haven't paid off that are still sitting out there and and I'm paying more for because now I'm paying interest. It used to be that I would use my credit cards like I would use the credit card pay and off pay it month. off. And then it was great because I'd use the credit card, pay it off, and then I get cash back. And yeah. It was awesome. But then, you know, I'm working without pay and have to start putting a bunch of stuff on like I blow through my savings. I have to start putting a bunch of stuff on credit cards and I still haven't been able to pay all that off because it just, it just kept piling up and piling yeah. up and piling up. And then you're charged interest on top of that. And so I'm a little nervous. One awesome thing for us, even though we ended up not having to use it because the way that we're situated out there, they kind of, we have our own separate budget. Obviously it's an overseas thing. Mm-hmm. So we had so long of money that we'd been allocated and still able to be paid for. But like some of the credit unions and stuff out there actually offered you like signature loan, cover you this amount of paychecks until you can get on your feet because they know what the bill situation like and everything is out there. But yeah, it's just ridiculous that they have to do that, that everybody has to do that, except for the one fucking person who's supposed to be able to. Yeah, well, and it it makes me so fucking mad because we're getting a shit ton of pressure to get all of this stuff done early, like way ahead of time, which, you know, government work that doesn't typically ever (laughs) happen. So everybody's under the gun, tons and tons of pressure. And they're, we're, so on top of worrying about the government being shut down, we're also facing a 25% decrease in the amount of funding available to us. Mm -hmm. Like our budget was cut by 25 fucking percent, dude. Which is big. And it's all because of Republican policies. But I thought we needed someone who knew how to run a business and somebody who <laughs> yeah, was somebody who knows how to run a business into the fucking ground. Yep. <laughs> Six bankruptcies, how many failed products and product lines and He had a a casino that failed. Which is yeah. yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all you really need to say about a person. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's so fucking inept, he can't keep a fucking a casino, casino where afloat. people hand you money. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's going to be bad. The end of the year is going to be really, really rough for a lot of people. It's going to be rough for me, and I'm just thankful that I will still have a job that eventually one day, hopefully, I will get paid for the work that I'm doing. <laughs> but in the meantime, too, that just that kills morale. It, it fucks mm-hmm. up everybody's budgeting and their own personal finance. Like, I'm still fucking hurting from last year. Yeah. And now we're heading into this again. And well, it's... I, I'm like, and they don't give a fuck. Like yeah. y- they're putting tons of pressure on us to get shit done. And it's, and like I told you guys, we're doing our fucking jobs. Yeah. It's Congress's job to make sure this shit doesn't fucking happen. And it happens all the goddamn time. Yeah. They haven't passed a budget in how fucking long now? I think we looked, I think we looked at it at work the other day. It was not last time an actual budget was put in was 19, like 96 or 97. Jesus fucking Christ, Lord. man. It's. Our, our, this, this country is rotting away because of Republican policies. Yep. Just fucking rotting away. Yeah. And 
the Republicans don't seem to fucking care. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> oh, that's, that'll be great. That'll be super duper. It's like my my buddy asked me today. He goes, hey, you want to come down to the Bear Jackson Auto Show with us in 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 uh uh beginning of January? I was like. I can't commit to anything because if the government shuts down, I I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be not good, man. It's going to be really bad. going to be really bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just prepare yourself for really bad things. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a little nervous about it, but, uh, thanks for listening to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> should we thank, <laughs> should we thank some people and thank you for coming in to Mel? Yes, absolutely. Right, Before we go, guys. I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters because these people keep the show going. They make sure that you don't have to listen to us. I don't know. Hawking Dildos. Amazon stuff. <laughs> <laughs> By an Amazon drill press. <laughs> you, will you participate in our round Robin I, here? I reading will, names. I always fuck it up. I'm telling you now, it's going to get confusing because now there's one extra person in the mix and I'm going to fuck it up even more, I'm sure. Uh, but I want to make sure we thank our Patreon supporters. That would be Alan Firth. Christy Kalbach. Gatheist. Steven Andrus. Let them eat Kofefi. See, I fucked it up, but it was even my turn. <laughs> Two skeptical chaps. Vanessa. Don't be a Richard. Nico Gonzalez. Ali Olson. Utah Outcast. Wes Aaron. Andrew Vodapich. Jeremy Goodson. Brandy Hamrick. Megan Kennedy. Jesse Pointer. Bobby Digital. Free Thinker 215 and Chief Wiggum support the American Civil Liberties Union. Close. It's Free Thinker 215. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I'm making 213. Everybody in the 213. <laughs> Megan Mitchell. Hey! That's serendipitous. <laughs> Janet Uter. Savita Kuna. Taylor Grin. Purple Dragon. Captain Samples. And Corey Ebert. Thank you all so very much. Yeah. Uh, all of your contributions to the show through the end of the year, as I said earlier, and in every episode for the last little bit, uh, we'll be going to Brandy and Sam to help with their uh, expenses for Brandy's medical diagnosis of uh, colon cancer. And I received notification from Patreon just today that they'll be transferring, what was it, 206.52 or yeah. something like that, that I will then send to Brandy post-haste once it hits my account. Um, and I'll be sure to post that out on the Godless Revolution Facebook page so that everybody knows how much we're sending to her and, and can get more excited about it. There's just a few more weeks of, of this. Yeah. Yeah, till the end of the month. So if you would like to help Brandy and Sam, please go out to our Patreon site on Patreon. Yeah, on Patreon. You can you can contribute to our Patreon account on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash godless (laughs) revolution, where you can contribute as little as one dollar per episode. And all of the money that we raise through Patreon through the end of the year will be going directly to Brandy and Sam. So thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody, for listening. And so until next week. Crucify racist correctional officers. Say this in Japanese. <laughs> I do not know how to say this in Japanese. <laughs> 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 well, if you know how to say it in Japanese, let me know. But yeah, just leave us a review. <laughs> and rate the show five times a day toward big black tomatoes. Itekimasne. Which is see you again, huh? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the, I fucking didn't look up anything yet. I don't think I've made another fucking page for this episode yet. Shit. Uh, I just thought of that, like, after it got quiet, I was like, fuck, which episode is it?
Yay. She, you want us to call you T-Boo? No, T-Boo you... is good. Okay. Saves me kissing and military friends Taboo. look for me. Taboo, <laughs> yeah. It's well, like when you, when you were coming over, I said, yeah, Tamel's coming over. She's like, who? You probably heard him referred to as Taboo on the Two Skeptical <laughs> Chat. She's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Agent, Agent Taboo. Taboo. <laughs> <laughs> you do know I have a the T-I-G-G-A tattoo on my back? Mm-mm. It's Tigga with an afro. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eliminated the hard R. That's pretty funny. <laughs> when I was a kid, I loved Woody the oh. Poon, and then I used to joke around with my friend when I was drinking. I'm like, one day I'm going to get the ticket with an Afro tattoo. It'll be a T-I-double-J-A. <laughs> and so until next week. <laughs> I didn't. I, I was trying tonight, to think was like, of a oh, thing, and then, and then I said, and so until next week, and I saw Ryan go, oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.